what are the relationship red flags that a woman should never ignore? Well, let's just look at um, the problem with red flags is, and and there are an alcoholic, a drug addict, uh, overweight, uh, dangerous in any way. uh, If you feel sexually turned on to him and uh, see the best red flags is you rather than what's on the outside. It's if you find yourself being sexually turned on to a man and he hasn't yet discovered who you are, appreciating you, uh, caring, showing some caring and interest in your mind and in your heart, and you feel safe to open up and share whoever you are, uh, that's the man you want. You don't, you, the red flag is that you look in your own body <laughs> and you go, gee, you know, do I feel safe in their presence? Uh, if I feel uh, turned on and a little adrenaline being produced, it's, the, it's a red flag. He's the wrong guy. I mean, how is it that some women uh, always pick a guy who has sex with them and never calls them back? How is that? It's, a, it's when you have recurring patterns and it's very common. Okay. What you did is you got in bed with somebody you were turned on to who didn't even, you didn't, you didn't even feel known by, known by. See, it's not that you didn't know him. It's that he didn't know you. Because like I mentioned in the beginning, can a guy still be really turned on to you and know you both mentally and emotionally? So you know it most by how you feel in their presence. And if you feel all turned on sexually, it's fantasy. And it's fantasy because there's no real reality to that being the right guy for you. The second, if you have a pattern of that, and, and many women do due to having absent fathers. And so many women had absent fathers. And it's almost mm-hmm. a cliche now that women who have absent fathers have daddy issues. And so they get around a man who's absent, a man who's not available, a man who's already married, a man who's dangerous, a man who's a drug addict. And you don't even know your antennas go up. They can sense this guy is not available to me. And you get turned on. That That's your that's your that's your warning signal that my my uh, my trust antennas are a little bit broken. They always pick the wrong guy. So how do I correct that? You know, a few years in good therapy could really heal it deep down inside, but you don't have to wait. All you have to do is understand yourself. You have clues to understand what to believe that comes out of you. For example, I don't believe any negative feelings I ever have. <laughs> I don't believe them. As soon as I have a doubt in my relationship, I doubt my doubt. I go, I don't make any decisions without my heart being fully open and my feeling peaceful and confident. Otherwise I'm thinking the wrong stuff. So now some people live in a world of stress. So how are they ever going to make decisions? Well, that's, that's tough. When you learn how to come back and have a heart open, then you make your decisions. Then you ask yourself your, your challenging questions. Like, do I want to stay in this relationship or be with this person or whatever? Uh, you know, you get your feelings hurt. Of course you want to leave somebody. Of course you want to make them feel bad. Of course you feel bad about yourself, whatever. This is all nonsense. See, we uh, as human beings are not perfect, okay? We have conditioning that goes back to the caveman, goes back to the monkey man. And these are reactions. Let me give you one example of this. How many people have gotten a little upset and then started to yell? Raise your voice, okay, when you're (laughs) upset. It's the most foolish thing we can ever do. It never works. It only says to the person, you're not listening to me, so I'm raising my voice. So who wants to listen to somebody who says you're not listening to me when they're trying to hear what you're saying? It's kind of like, why bother listening to you? It's also antagonizing. It's an act of of violence in a sense. Uh, 
to raise your voice because it typically you're out of control. But and I say that mainly for men because if men raise their voice, uh, women will feel it as an act of violence. Men have to be really careful about this. Women, it's not so so troublesome, but still, it doesn't work. So go back to being monkeys who don't know how to communicate. They don't have a language. They haven't built a language center yet. And they can't anticipate the reaction of someone as well. And that's what language helps us to do. All right. So you step on my foot and I go, ah, ow. And then the person laughs. They, they've never had someone step on their foot, right? So they laugh. And so what do you do? You make a louder noise, ow, ow, ow. And finally, you know, if that doesn't work, you go and step on their foot. See, that's what it feels like. See, this is revenge. And how many people don't have revenge inside of them? You know, the, the movie industry exploits that one. You know, they have a really bad guy who gets worse and worse throughout the movie. And the mm. good guy, his wife was killed, his children were killed. The whole movie he trains to finally beat up the bad guy and just that destroys him and everybody goes, yay, we killed somebody. <laughs> it's, it's feeding these very base instincts of humans. So humans do this stuff, you know, it's like, what was it? And uh, Moses came down and gave people 10 commandments, you know, who needs to be told don't steal, right? <laughs> who needs to be told don't kill people, but people still need to be told that, you know? So what I'm up leveling it, who needs to be told, don't talk, don't raise your voice when you're angry. This is like foolishness. It just doesn't work. So what do you do? You stop talking. If you're a man and if you're a woman, you go talk to somebody else because nobody's going to listen to you if you're yelling. Nobody's going to listen to you if you're spewing negativity. Nobody's going to listen to you that you're upset with if you're blaming them. So that's a, you know, what is it? I have this book here I want to share with you. I did uh 12 three-hour sessions on it on YouTube, which is uh, how to get what you want and want what you have. Brilliant book. And it talks about our blocks to having a loving relationship and a life that works. It's all our problem. It's what we do. And so for all the women who are listening who are single, don't look for the perfect person. Don't look for a guy you're turned on to if you have that pattern and you shift back to the guy you're not turned on to and know it will be a while before you get turned on because you're already sort of disconnected to your true authentic loving feelings. You're just a kind of like addicted to the danger and the not availability. So it's going to shift kind of like going off of a drug. There'll be kind of a withdrawal. So you date men who are safe, who are responsible, who are boring. Okay. That's okay. Boring. Cause you have to go through a bit of boring where also because he wants you more than you want him, it doesn't activate this part of you that's automatic that tries to please a man. You wanna dampen the neural connectors in your brain. You wanna just dry them up of feeling like I have to please you. I have to earn your love. You should never feel you have to earn someone's love. See, that's your male side that has to earn love. Your female side does not need to earn love. You are already worthy of love. There are plenty of men in this room, in this room, in this world who will love you. Not every, but there's plenty. They're there. But they'll, they'll start out being kind of boring. And so, and they may be the wrong one as well. Don't worry about that. You're focused on overcoming this people pleaser aspect of getting, and that's what the getting turned on is. Anytime you get turned on to man, of course, he's going to be interested in you for one night. That's it or maybe a few months till he mistreats you and whatever. This, this is not what you want in your life. So you have to pay the price, which is develop your skills. 
So you can't develop your skills if you're if you're really with like the perfect man for you. No, you'll be too afraid. You see, it's like you have to walk the tightrope. You need a net underneath you. So it can be the wrong guy, but a capable guy, a responsible guy, you know, but just no sexual attraction to him. He's more interested in you. He's sexually attracted to you. Now you have the power to try on new ways of relating, asking for what you want, asking for what you want, asking for what you want. <laughs> it's a, that's the power, revealing all parts of you learning how to communicate in new ways that I suggest in my dating book, things like making sure you talk a lot more than him. But when you talk, talk in a way which will allow him to connect with you and not bore him. And what that is, is reveal emotions. I'm so happy. I'm so glad this exciting thing happened to me. Or maybe you're not feeling so happy and glad in your life. Then something, I was so disappointed at work today. I was frustrated and then tell him, what, but bring emotion into it. Men will always listen to you if there's emotion instead of just telling a boring story. And, you know, to another woman, it's not a boring story because she's a woman and she knows exactly what your emotions are. She's relating to your emotions. <clears throat> you know, you say, oh, my gosh, you know, some guy was whistling at me and it was a really annoying to me. Well, a guy's not going to relate to that. Nobody, got, nobody ever whistled at me and I was annoying. You know, whistled at me. I go, oh, is it a woman looking at me? I like that. You know, so we have such opposite experiences in the world. You know, you might be saying, oh, my hair is going through this and this and this. And a guy goes, I don't care about my hair. It takes me a minute to comb my hair every day. So I can't relate. So relatedness, talking to somebody and you don't relate. So men are not going to relate to you. But you need that connection, and it's a wonderful connection. If you bring your emotions to it, he can always relate to, oh, my gosh, I was in such a hurry today. I felt so frustrated. I was so disappointed. I got there late because I had to do my hair. Okay, he's not going to relate to hair, but he'll, uh, he'll relate. He'll connect, and then he'll want to solve your problem. And then you say, oh, no, no, you don't need to solve it. It's fine. I just need to share, and I feel better. Oh, I, you're such a good listener. I really appreciate it. <laughs> then he feels he did something. So these are new skills your mother couldn't teach you and your father certainly didn't know.